Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Before we dive in, I want to share my brand new free weight loss mini training called the six simple steps to losing weight. In this video training, I'm going to teach you my step-by-step framework to losing weight and keeping it off. I also created a workbook that you'll be able to download so that you can put each step into action. One of the most common things I hear is, I really want to lose weight, but I have no idea where to start. And I totally get it. I know how overwhelming and confusing it can be. And that's exactly why I created this training. It's quick and to the point, and you will learn exactly what to do to jumpstart your weight loss. You can either click the link in my show notes or just go to my website, www.eva.fit. Hey friends, welcome back. So this is part three of the Weight Loss Mindset series. So it is building on episode 69 and episode 70. So just make sure that you've listened to those first so that this all makes sense for you. Now that you're starting to understand how to take your current thinking through the think-feel-act cycle, I want to show you how to intentionally change the thoughts that you have on autopilot that don't serve you with more empowered thinking. In today's episode, I'm going to teach you two simple and actionable methods to both change your thoughts and implement the new thoughts in your day-to-day life. Now, just because you've been thinking the same disempowering thoughts for maybe even decades, doesn't mean that you can't change them. Thanks to neuroplasticity, which is the umbrella term that refers to the brain's ability to modify, change, and adapt both its structure and function throughout life and in response to your experiences, means that you absolutely can change your thinking and your limiting beliefs, no matter how long you've been thinking them and believing them to be true. So always remember this. Your thoughts are just sentences. You can acknowledge them and decide what you want to think instead if those sentences are not serving you. You have a choice to either think the thoughts, feel bad about it, and eat to distract yourself from feeling bad, or you can think the thought acknowledge what it is, just a sentence that your brain is offering, and then choose to think a new thought that feels better in the moment. Acknowledging the thoughts is the first step to changing your thinking cycle. And I don't want you to judge them as good or bad. If you're anything like me, it's really easy to go into judgment mode and want to put your thoughts into categories. But that's not what we're doing here. Thoughts are not good or bad. It's what you make them mean that turns your thoughts into these little time bombs. So by paying attention to them, you can start to control them rather than be at their whim. If you think the thought, I always fuck up my weight loss progress, even if it's something that you think or say often, you can just acknowledge it and say to yourself, and that's just something my brain thinks. 
or and that's just a sentence in my head. Remember that when it comes to weight loss, the actions that we take are driven by our thoughts and feelings. You can't achieve different actions without first addressing the thoughts that you're having around your weight loss. You can't achieve different actions without first addressing the thoughts that you're having around your weight loss. That's why trying to lose weight by forcing, punishing, restricting, or hating yourself is really hard to keep up and to keep off. So before you start trying to change the actions in the think-feel-act cycle, be sure to check your facts and thoughts first. When we try to approach weight loss from just the action line, it can cause diet mentality behaviors. This is where we often see people restricting themselves, which can lead to binging or just making them miserable and frustrated as they attempt to lose weight, which makes it impossible to keep it off in the long term. You have to change your thinking before you can change the results that you get. So when you start working on changing your thoughts, you'll want to start with finding a believable thought, a thought that can have you feeling curious and open to feeling and doing new things. I don't want you to jump to these over-the-top thoughts that you won't believe. Otherwise, you will create cognitive dissonance. The new thought has to be believable. This is how you start getting out of the diet mentality that tends to be very all or nothing. So here are two ways that you can start to change your thoughts right now. Say, for example, you weigh yourself and the scale has gone up. You might think the thought, damn, this sucks. I gained four pounds. That thought feels disappointing. Now what do you do? This is actually a very relevant example because I recently went on vacation and when I came back and I weighed myself, I had gained five pounds. I was only gone for like seven days. So the scale was reflecting that I gained five pounds and my immediate thought was, oh shit. (laughs) So I was home for a few days and then my son had a baseball tournament. It was about an hour and a half away. We were at the Cal Ripken tournament in Aberdeen, Maryland. And so we just decided to stay there for the rest of the week. So again, I was away from home, away from my day-to-day routine. And I came back from there. Scale went up another two pounds. So I could have made that mean so many things. I could have been so hard on myself and the Eva two, three, four years ago would have absolutely made the fact that the scale had gone up mean something that made me feel really upset, really disappointed, disenchanted, judgmental, all of those things. But I've done so much work around this that I now know, even if the very first thought was, oh shit, I just gained five pounds. I know how to put these methods into practice now that allowed me to reframe the thought, that allowed me to take the temperature down and to just look at it from a very neutral place. Of course, the scale is showing that I gained weight. I was eating differently. I was drinking more alcohol than normal. I mean, I was drinking like every single day. I don't normally drink every day, but shit, I was on vacation. And if you're on my email list, I told the story before going on vacation about last year's vacation and how 
I basically cried the entire time. I spent my my birthday crying. (laughs) So I was determined to not spend this birthday crying every night uh, because I thought I was too old. Also a thought error, but we'll talk about that another day. So it made sense when I saw what the scale was reflecting back to me. And I also have these tools now that don't allow those kinds of thoughts to derail me and make me feel like shit the way they used to. Because I used to be like most people, right? I would be like, well, fuck it. I already gained weight. Might as well just keep going. Might as well go eat this fucking pint of ice cream. A lot of us do that. We go into fuck it mode, go eat something comforting or something that's going to give us that momentary dopamine hit. It's going to make us feel better in the moment, except afterwards you don't feel better. Afterwards, you go back to feeling like shit. So now you feel like shit twice. (laughs) And then you find yourself thinking about all the ways losing weight is hard and it's so disappointing and it's why me and this is so unfair. Why does this happen to me? Why can't I ever stick to anything? All the while eating the ice cream, the donut, the cookie, the potato chips, the bread, whatever it is that you think is going to comfort you in that moment. Trust me, I've been there, but that just results in not losing weight and probably continuing to gain weight. If you've ever been on an emotional eating cycle, that's the way it works. And you see how useless the thought is. You see how useless it is to think, oh, damn, I just gained X amount of pounds. Even with the tone, right, of disappointment. Even if it's true that you gained weight, it's not that I'm saying, let's change your reality. Let's change your circumstance and pretend like that's not what the scale said and tell yourself the scale is wrong. The scale is broken, right? But you do need to clean up the thoughts. So start by looking at the neutral facts. I'll use my example, actually. Before I went on vacation, I weighed 141 pounds. When I came back, the scale showed 146 pounds. And then when I came back from the baseball tournament, uh, the scale said like 148. And that's why I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) That was literally like the thought. And that created a reaction of, oh, shit. We're not trying to like convince ourselves of something that is not realistic. And we're not doing the toxic positivity thing where it's like, well, let's find the silver lining. Like that's none of that is what I'm saying here. But where you want to start is by neutralizing what's actually happening. So the facts were in my situation, when I left, the scale read this. And when I returned, the scale read this number. And now here is where you have a few options to come up with a new thought. The first method is one that I've already kind of mentioned, which is to acknowledge the thoughts in a non-judgmental way and just sit with it without beating yourself up that you're actually thinking that thought because it's when you beat yourself up and you judge yourself for having the thought that you just perpetuate it. It doesn't make you think about it any less. It's just not a useful thing to do. So sometimes just learning to sit with the thought and the feeling that comes up is all that you need. One of the most powerful things that you can learn to do is learn how to feel negative emotions on purpose in a safe setting. You do this by just sitting and observing the thoughts. Breathe into it. Literally put your hands over your heart as you're thinking the thought and take three deep breaths. 
while you allow the thoughts and the feelings that it brings to just process through you. Just like when you're taking a shower and the water is just coming down from the shower head, just allowing the thought and the feelings to just process through you. This also helps us rewrite the story that a lot of us have that we can't feel negative emotions like disappointment or frustration or discouragement without wanting to do something about it, without wanting to fix it or avoid it or resist it. And you can acknowledge the thought by either saying the phrase, that's just a sentence in my brain right now. Or I notice that I'm thinking whatever the thought is. This helps to create space around it and allows you to decide if there's another thought that would feel better for you. If you didn't lose weight, it's okay to allow yourself to feel disappointed. You don't have to pretend to be happy about it. I wasn't happy that the scale went up so drastically in less than two weeks, but I understood why. And I didn't make it mean anything. Now, I could have chosen to think, damn, this sucks. I gained like eight pounds. I can't even go on vacation without gaining weight. Or I could choose to think I was on vacation. This makes sense. And if you weren't on vacation and the scale went up, right, you could choose to think I didn't hit my goal weight, but I'm going to keep going no matter what. The second method that you can use to change your current thinking is to turn down the volume of your thinking. There's a great book on overthinking. So if any of you are like me and you are an overthinker, there's actually a really great book by John Acuff about overthinking, and it's called Soundtracks. In the book, he says that the problem with our negative thoughts is that we want to switch to turn them off. And if somehow there was a way to switch off the thoughts, we'd be able to turn off our overthinking completely. But it's not an on and off switch. It's actually a dial, like the dial on a radio. The goal is not to switch off the thoughts. The goal is to turn down the volume because it's going to get louder sometimes. When life turns up and the negative thoughts resurface, we just need to turn them down. And that takes a lot of the pressure off because when the thought does reappear, it's not a sign that you failed to switch it off or that you need to go and find a different switch. It's just time to turn it down again. This is so important because sometimes we judge ourselves for having these recurring thoughts that get triggered by certain things that we can't control. This is where turning down the volume comes in so that you don't allow the thought to take over and distract you from what you're trying to accomplish. If this is brand new for you, don't get discouraged if it takes time for you to change your thoughts and your beliefs. Remember, if you've been thinking this for years and years and decades, it's going to take a little bit of time. You have to be patient. It's so important to approach this with patience and from a place of curiosity versus judgment. Your thoughts do not have to be perfect. They don't even have to be all that positive. It's just that our brain is literally accustomed to focusing on all the negative things around us. And it does that not to be an asshole, but to keep us safe. So it's very natural that thought work will not always feel intuitive. Don't let that discourage you. Take it one thought at a time. Start with the most common thoughts that you have that are driving you to quit and self-sabotage. 
work on reframing that one thought for the next week or two. And then once you've found a new thought that feels believable, then you move on to the next common thought. You don't want to sit there and get overwhelmed with all the thoughts and all the thoughts that you want to reframe and turn the volume down on and all that shit, because then you probably won't do anything, right? So don't let this overwhelm you. Take it one thought at a time. Eventually, and after some practice, you'll start to approach how you intentionally choose your thoughts from your future self. Now, I'll do a separate episode on future self, but the idea is that you're going to get yourself to a place where you don't allow your automatic thinking to get in the way of your goals. You'll be able to snap yourself out of it and think from a higher place as the version of yourself who has your best interest in mind. Keep in mind that it's not that you shouldn't think certain thoughts. It's that you want your predominant thoughts to be thoughts that facilitate you feeling and acting in ways that are aligned with achieving your goals. So to put all this into practice, start to plan your thoughts in advance the same way that you plan your meals in advance. That way you are prepared for any fuckery that may arise. Intentionally plan what you're going to think before you go to a restaurant or when you come home and you're tired and you're annoyed after having a long day. Choose a thought that you want to try to think in advance. Write it in your journal, write it on a post-it note, in your notes app, however you want to keep it at the front of your mind. And then at night, I want you to review your thoughts, whether it's when you journal or before you go to bed. I want you to think about all of your new thoughts. Check in with how they feel. Think about all the disempowering thoughts that came up and write those down to work on later. I sometimes have my clients keep a running list of all their thoughts and all their thought errors that pop up throughout the day. This is how you start to address them. This is how you start to rewire them. And this is how you are able to turn down the volume If it's one of those recurring thoughts, this is how you start to think intentionally. And this is how you create the results that you want in your life. That's all for today. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.